0: This Sunday night, Los Angeles time, the Golden Globe Awards take place, a closely watched event for anyone in their age and their agent in the running for an Oscar, as well as insomniacs on this side of the Atlantic. But that wasn't always the way, and once upon a time, the A-listers would even titter at the upstart ceremony, as Rob Long remembers in his latest Martini Shot.
1: This is Rob Long with Martini Shot. Do you want to hear something sad? I've been a working writer and producer in Los Angeles for 30 years, but the only really great Hollywood party I've ever been to was my first one, way back in 1991, after the Golden Globe Awards. It wasn't really a party at all in the formal sense. It was an ad hoc, spontaneous gathering of some of the biggest stars and most powerful people in Hollywood, plus me. I was a low-level writer on a hit television comedy, and I'm pretty sure that the only reason I was allowed to go in the first place was that I had told my boss that if he and his wife went and she wanted to leave early, she could take the limousine home and I'd give him a ride. So there I was. Now, back then, the Golden Globe Awards, a sort of a pre-Oscar overture put on by something called the Hollywood Foreign Press Association, well, it had a distinctly down-market vibe to it. The ceremony wasn't even broadcast nationally. The theory was, I suppose, that there wouldn't be much national interest in awards given out by an obscure and vaguely fraudulent collection of foreign journalists to a group of actors and actresses who may not even bother to show up. And the only way to get them to show up was to make sure that the really big names, well, the big names back then, you know, Jack Nicholson, Julia Roberts, well, to get them to show up too. And the only way to get them to show up was to relentlessly flog the Golden Globe Awards as a kind of a sneak peek early Oscar handicap race with free liquor and cool gift bags. But even then the globes were an iffy proposition in fact in those days the only group to take the award seriously were the writers because for writers any event that promises free cocktails and a swank gift bag is a serious event now that year for some reason everyone who was anyone actually showed up maybe it was the weather or some kind of astrological convergence but the trouble was because no one knew that everyone was going to go no one planned any parties for everyone to go to afterwards so we all just sort of stood in the lobby of the Beverly Hilton, quite literally all dressed up with no place to go. Someone, probably a writer, exclaimed loudly that he needed a drink and someone else, probably a producer, pointed out helpfully that Trader Vic's, a retro Polynesian joint with an exotic cocktail menu, was located within the hotel itself. Finally, someone big, Jack Nicholson maybe, or a Julia Roberts shouted, let's all go get Mai Tais. And so that's That's what we did. A couple of hundred of us, snaking through the lobby of the Beverly Hilton in our shiny clothes, already slightly toasted from the wine and the drinks with dinner. But freed from the micro-handling of studio publicists and the tyranny of the exclusive guest list, without an A-list party to race off to, or in my case, try to crash, we stuffed ourselves into Trader Vicks like salesmen at a convention, all back-slapping and can I buy you a drink and how the hell are you? A stunning young actress found herself at the pay telephones without a coin. So, remember, this was in the days before cell phones were ubiquitous. And she was trying to call her mother. I, tipsy and charming, gallantly provided several coins. She gave me a grateful kiss, stamping my cheek with a blood-red lip print that later earned me an attaboy wink from the star of several major action-adventure blockbusters. As I said, it was the best party I've ever been to. Probably because it wasn't a party at all. But you know how those things go. The next year, word was out. After parties were planned, guest lists were printed and checked at the door, and everyone who was anyone had a place to go. The only people left milling in the lobby of the Beverly Hilton without a party invitation in hand, of course, were the writers, who in general are rarely invited anywhere because they tend to drink too much and spill things when face-to-face with such a huge amount of physical beauty. And the Globes themselves went way upscale. The studio publicists realized that no one really cared what exactly the Hollywood Foreign Press Association was or who exactly its members were. Winning a Golden Globe positioned you or your movie to win an Oscar. So it was worth corralling the stars and paying for the limousines and planning a lavish afterparty for the sake of an award that a few years earlier people actually snickered at. Except the writers, of course. We snicker at many things, but free food and drink are sacred to us. And so is the idea of one big, unplanned, spontaneous Hollywood party. Well, for me anyway, because that's the only kind I get invited to. This is Rob Long with Martini Shot.
0: And Rob will be back with another Mai Tai slash Martini next week. Coming up on Saturday, we have the latest edition of the culture file debate, when we'll be talking about the new place for culture in general, and music in particular, in finding health and wellness in the pandemic era. And our regular culture file weekly, featuring Limerick City Gallery's new Farm Forward season, will also be available via podcast on the Lyric site, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, or indeed, wherever you get your Pause.